You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Hey, let's nerd out a little bit on some science. I came across a hyper-alarming study showing massive insect loss. Yeah, insects are disappearing, apparently. That's probably good news for some of you. Uh, but I, I happen to like uh, insects and plant life and other forms of earthbound organisms and I don't want them to disappear. Maybe I'm a maybe I'm a weirdo in that way, but no, I don't want it I don't want it to disappear, which is why we need to love all insects and grass and trees and <laughs> Sorry, I'm pretty high right now. Just <laughs> insects around the world are in a crisis though. So this is this is important. So according to a small but growing number of long-term studies showing dramatic declines in invertebrate populations. A new report suggests that the problem is more widespread than scientists originally realized. Huge numbers of bugs have been lost in a pristine national forest in Puerto Rico, the study found, and the forest's insect-eating animals have gone missing as well. Yeah, because if you're losing the insects, you're going to lose the animals that are eating the insects, and then we eat those animals, so we're gonna, you're going to lose us too, eventually. Maybe not. Uh, in 2014, an international team of biologists actually estimated that in the past 35 years, the abundance of invertebrates such as beetles and bees had decreased by 45%. Oh my God, almost 50%. That's unbelievable. That's a lot of beetles because there's more beetles than any other organism on the planet. There's more, t- there's more kinds of beetles, I should say, not more beetles. I think there's more ants than any organism on the planet, uh, particularly. But there's a lot of beetles. There's a lot of insects. For them to drop 45%, that's alarming. In places where long-term insect data are available, mainly in Europe, insect numbers are plummeting. A study last year showed a 76% decrease in flying insects in the past few decades in German nature preserves. Oh boy. This latest report was published yesterday in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, and it shows that this startling loss of insects extends even to the Americas. The study's authors implicate climate change in the loss of tropical invertebrates, Here's a quote. It says, this study is a real wake-up call that the phenomenon could be much, much bigger and across many more ecosystems than we originally knew about. This is one of the most disturbing articles I have ever read, someone else said. A biologist, apparently. Everything is dropping, this biologist said. The most common invertebrates in the rainforest, the moths, the butterflies, the grasshoppers, the spiders, and others are far less abundant now. Oh, man. That makes me sad. Insect-eating frogs and birds are plummeting, too. Another research team used nets to capture birds in 1990 and again in 2005. Captures fell by about 50%. Well, I mean, there could be other factors on that. I don't know. Biologists Lister and Garcia attribute this crash in population... Birds, frogs, lizards as well, to climate. Interesting. The average high temperature in the rainforest increased by 4 degrees. The temperatures in the tropics also increase. All right. The invertebrates that live in these areas, likewise, are adapted to these temperatures of, and fare poorly outside of those temperatures if they happen to change. Bugs cannot regulate their internal heat, apparently. Oh, boy. A recent analysis of climate change in insects published in August predicts a a decrease in tropical insect populations. Oh, boy. 
In temperate regions farther from the equator, where in insects can survive a wider range of temperatures, agricultural pests will devour more food as their metabolism increases. But after a certain thermal threshold, insects will no longer even lay eggs, and their internal chemistry breaks down completely. My goodness. Then there's a study in Germany about flying insects. It's bewildering, and I'm scared to death that it's actually death by a thousand cuts. One of the scariest parts about it is that we don't have an obvious smoking gun here. It could be climate change. It might be something else. Maybe pesticides? It's a scary thing. Gloomy, gloomy. Right? I don't want to see this. I, I, I lost... I, I, was, I was a little anxious over some uh, articles I read about the disappearance of the bees. And that, that made me upset. I love bees. Unbelievable. What do we do about it? Well, guys, you know, I don't know. There's got to be ways to improve this. Uh, I would say... Uh, if there are organizations that you can donate to, to uh, I don't know if there are, though. Maybe I should look into that. And, I mean, I'll put out the problem here, but maybe I can come up with a solution as well. Because this isn't funny at all, but it is weird. Uh, and, uh, I mean, eventually our, our own food supply could be in jeopardy when you really think about it. So that's why this is something we need to uh, put, our, put our effort, put our, our attention on, at least, and uh, get to the bottom of this. Maybe maybe instead of scientists uh, figuring out what kind of music uh, sharks like, they could uh, find out what's happening with the, with the with the falling population of invertebrates. That would be helpful. How about that, scientists? Any scientists listening? Hey, how about you stop finding out what sort of board games uh, leopards like to play and maybe uh, find out why the insects are disappearing? How about that? There's some advice. <laughs> A smart diaper tells... A mother or father, whether the newborn has pooped or peed, <laughs> just in case you, uh, you know, you're too lazy to kind of lean down and go, <sighs> give a little smell, you know, or uh, touch it with your hand, the outside of it, feel if it's warm. Yeah, just in case you got no arms and no nose. In case you only have eyes or ears, you know, you can uh, have this device and it'll tell you when your newborn has pooped or peed. A smart diaper. Oh boy, what's happening to us? I'm embarrassed. Thank God I'm not having kids. I don't even want to be... I don't want to take part in any of this crap. Anyways, the company's called Yuhan Kimberly. It announced on October 16th, it, it's launched a smart baby monitor that lets the mother know when her newborn poops and pees. The new product is called Montit X Huggies Smart Baby Monitor. It's based on Internet of Things IoT technology. My goodness. I guess you download some kind of smartphone application and you put an alarm in there. You lose, use an alarm service that lets, lets you know whether your newborn is pooped or peed. I don't know how it knows the difference. What is it? Monitor uh, uh, viscosity in the, in the diaper. Uh, temperature? I don't know. Wetness? Monitor the air quality, adjust the brightness of the nursing lamp, and analyze the frequency and pattern of pooping and peeing. Wow, there's all sorts of stuff you can do with these uh, smart sensors for your baby, apparently. Oh, yeah. And then when it backfires, the computer backfires and the AI turns on it, then your app, uh, then the diaper uh, squeezes the baby to death. Yeah, what about, what, what's, what, what do we do when that happens, guys? I'm telling you, these robots are going to be the end of us. Everyone's like, yeah, more robots. More AI. Yeah, you know what's going to happen? They're going to they're going to snuff out all our babies, these AI diapers. <laughs> uh.
So I guess the sensor can be easily attached to the outer surface of the diaper, and it tells the feces and urine accurately and in real time so that the diaper can be replaced at the right time. It also monitors the air quality, including temperature, humidity, and volatile organic compounds. Jeez. Provides an alarm when air quality is out of the preset range, enabling the babysitter to maintain proper air quality for child care. Yeah, if, you, if your baby wants to grow up to be a wuss. <laughs> I grew up, when I was a baby, I grew up, I inhaled cigarette smoke all day long. I was born to a chain smoker. Yeah, cigarette smoke all day long. That's why I'm a tough badass that I am today. Yeah. So if you want to make sure you're, if you want to treat your child like a cigar in a, in a, humidif- in a humidifier, make sure it's the right humidity, the right temperature, guys. Make sure there's no volatile organic compounds in the vicinity of your baby. <laughs> make sure the air quality is pristine at all times. Alarm, alarm. Oh my goodness. I think there's some dust. How could you? How could you let dust in this room, Larry? What do you want our baby to die? <laughs> oh man. You know what's more helpful than all of this crap is just a mosquito net. Mosquitoes are the worst, man. Mosquitoes are so annoying. Just put a mosquito net over your baby. That's all you need. That's the only air quality you need to really be in, in you know, aware of is is those those mosquitoes are just so pesky. Yeah, keep the mosquitoes off your baby. The rest of it, so what? What happened? Oh my goodness, the, the air's a little bit humid. What do you? What, do you, what environment do you think your kid's gonna then move to? A place where it's never humid or never dry, or there's no volatile organic compounds in the air. The temperature's always perfect. What kind of what kind of life are we trying to build here? I've, I mean, I don't even need to beat this drum again. You guys have heard me a million times. We're just raising. We're raising generations of people that are going to do nothing, nothing for the culture. Nothing. They're not going to try at all. Nope. That's it. They're going to break down when the slightest, when their environment has the slightest little nick. When their environment's just slightly uncomfortable, they're going to fold up shop and just curl up in a ball and take their pills. Be like, could you help us save the world today? Could you? No, the humidity though. It's a little... I'll help you guys as soon as the temperature just, it's just going to drop a little bit. It's 97. I'm not used to it. My whole life, it's been nine, my whole life, it's been 77 perfectly. I grew up in a San Diego environment in my bedroom, thanks to uh, the AI and the robots that raised me. Unbelievable. I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Am I losing my mind here? Call Weird AF News. I want to hear from you. My goodness. What's the number, Jonesy? We don't have it. Oh, you don't? Well, thanks for asking. It's 646-450-2012. You can email me at funnyjones at gmail. If you're a parent especially, let me know. The long, long, long history of CVS receipts. For those of you who don't live in the U.S., CVS is a store that we have in the U.S. It's a chain. Sort of like a, um, well, it used to be a pharmacy, but now they sell uh, bananas and... (laughs) video games and everything. Uh, and uh, they, they're kind of known for these long receipts that they print out when you buy something. I mean, these things are four feet long sometimes. And it's been a, 
their long receipts have been a, a you know a product of many many viral videos and tweets and people have been talking about it online making fun of them uh, Jimmy Kimmel's talked about it on his show on network TV a few times uh, I always lose my mind when I go in there and I'm like I, I asked do you have to give me this can you not give me this receipt I don't want this it's frightening the shit out of me all right it's it's taller than what do I need coupons taller than me that's weird it's creepy <laughs> I know I'm not very tall but what the hell I don't need five foot long of coupons <laughs> for hair products it's unbelievable um, here we go now how long are the receipts well for at least a decade concerned shoppers have dedicated themselves to this question and there's a robust body of of literature on the subject on how long it is I mean you can find Instagram and tweets and photos and YouTube videos and Facebook pictures of how long people's receipts are people love to take photos of this and, and upload it <laughs> Uh, so, but a study was done that I'm, I'm reading now that's pretty funny, and it says not all CVS receipts are created equal. If you, a non-loyal shopper, go into CVS and buy some Tylenol and candy, you'll get a receipt that's not very, that's not very long. Normal length, they say. So that's probably about two feet. Now, to get one of the very long receipts, you have to use your extra care card, which means you have to be an extra care member, which is like a CVS's rewards program. Uh, so there's two different sizes of receipts, I guess. So people on the internet have documented this phenomena of the long receipt with vigor, usually reserved for cats climbing in and out of boxes. On Twitter and Instagram, shoppers are standing next to their CVS receipts which are often as tall as they are, sometimes taller. It's a, it, there's even a photo of a Halloween. Someone uses it as a Halloween costume, <laughs> the CVS receipt. Oh, boy. Uh, you're wondering, does it matter what I, how much I buy? Does it matter? It does not matter. The endless CVS receipt is deeply egalitarian, this study shows. You can buy a single pack of gum, all right, and two other items. And you'll get a six-foot-long receipt. <laughs> it doesn't, you know, you can so you can buy one thing or three things. It doesn't matter. You get a, you get something taller than you. Really useless. I wonder how many people actually use these goddamn coupons. I don't know. I throw them, I throw them away in the barrel on the way out. And I notice in that barrel, the barrel's filled with CVS receipts. So every like ninety percent of the people, it seemed to me, just get that long ass receipt. They curse to themselves and they throw it in that barrel. And they hope to God that this shit is recycled. I mean, that's what I do. I think to myself, I hope this is recycled. Otherwise, CVS is destroying the rainforest and ruining the world right now with these receipts. <laughs> One time I was in the, in the CVS in my neighborhood and I asked, I asked the woman about the receipts. She worked the door. You know, they have a door person now, apparently. They have a bouncer at CVS. It's like going into a club. <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is club receipt. And I asked the woman about the receipts. She probably gets a million questions a day about these receipts. I asked her, did anybody, has anyone ever come here and really made us think about it? And she said, well, actually, a few weeks ago, they had um, some environmental protection agency had, uh, or a, a group that was claiming to be for the environment, the Green Party. I don't know. Anyways, they, they stood outside of that particular CVS with signs <laughs> about the long receipts. What's funny is, they're using paper signs that are, that are 10 times bigger than the receipts to protest the receipts. 
Is that just me? Is it just me? My stone brain <laughs> figuring that up? Now, the study that I'm reading is hilarious. I should put a link to this. It's so funny. They did, um, they, they measured receipts from six other stores to find where CVS ranked. There was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight stores. The CVS receipt far outweighs, outlengths, outweighs, is far, is, is over twice as long as the second longest receipt that they got, which was from a, a, a pharmacy called Rite Aid. Uh, so they did Dwayne Reed. What, what else did they do? Uh, Stop and Shop. A couple of grocery stores, and the longest by far was CVS. And now, CVS has faced a lot of criticism. Uh, in 2013, in response to mounting criticism, CVS announced it would trim the length of the receipts by 25%. <laughs> what were they originally, 20, uh, 20 feet long? What the hell? They, it looks like they haven't trimmed it at all. What was it, seven feet long and now it's five? Woo, thanks, CVS. You're, still, you're no longer ridiculous. You're, you're now at a reasonable receipt size. Here's the good thing. Here's the good news, guys. This is what, I, this is what Daddy wanted to hear. In 2016, they introduced digital receipts for extra care members. Okay, so if you simply just want to cash out with no receipt at all, you don't want, they'll send you a digital receipt via email, uh, but you have to join their program there and I think go online. Uh, but yeah, that's good. CVS says, it, since introducing this digital option, it saved more than 3 billion inches of paper. <laughs> Okay. Three, well, maybe you ought to get rid of all of the billions of paper that you ever think about that. I don't know. Maybe save the world a minute. Uh, these companies, they don't give a damn. I mean, it's, this is why we got to... Huh, I mean, I don't know what you do. <laughs> I get so mad, though, whenever I get that receipt. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> this is why I'm not having kids. There's going to be no future for the kids. <laughs> all the trees are going right through that register right now. All the trees in the forest... CVS is putting through their registers. There's going to be no trees left over for the children. That's why I'm not having kids. This is what I say to myself. I'm, I'm an insane person, obviously. I'm crazy. I don't know. I think that's what makes me special. <laughs> special how, Jonesy? Well, special enough to host this crazy-ass show, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, why don't you guys do this? Why don't you, why don't you uh, Instagram me... Uh, Pictures of you and your CVS receipts. We'll do that, and I'll, I'll put them on. The, <laughs> I don't know where I'll put them. Uh, I'll, I'll retweet them or I'll repost them. I don't know what I'll do with them. You can email me them, them too. This would be so funny. Funnyjones at gmail.com. and on Instagram I'm at funnyjones. Tweet me at funnyjones. Send me your receipts. <laughs> yes, I am the count. And I want to thank you for listening to Weird AF News with your host, Jonesy. Hey guys, it's Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. You know who it is. I want to thank those of you who reached out on me on Facebook recently. Um, that's Lynn, Lynn Burns, Korea Joseph, who grew up in Florida. <laughs> we got to... You always got to feel bad for the people that grew up in Florida. Well, don't worry, Korea. You got out, <laughs> which is good. And Angie, Angie Trafford, all, you know, you guys have reached out on Facebook. You've sent me some stories, and I really appreciate that. I always love it when someone sends me some stories. 
Um, or, you know, you don't even have to send me a story. If you just say, Jonesy, I love what you do, that, that makes my day. You know, it keeps me going. You know what else keeps me going? Drugs. I, I'm, say, I'm talking about coffee, guys. Okay, coffee. All right, get your head out of the gutter. I don't do all drugs. I mean, I want to, but I can't afford it. <laughs> guys, I'm talking about caffeine, okay? Caffeine. Jonesy goes through copious amounts of caffeine, so you can add to my caffeine fund by donating to my Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. So please check it out and help Jonesy get highly caffeinated before he does his stories because that's when he says the most outrageous stuff and um, looks like a moron. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. When, I, when I have coffee, I just can't stop running, running my gums, as I, as I say. Running your gums again? That's, how we, that's what we say up in Boston. It means talking a lot. Hey, what are you friggin' running your gums all night? What the frig? Frig? <laughs> Anyways, thanks for being a fan of Weird AF News. Call into the station, 646-450-2012. Station. I mean, it's just a Google, Google number. Google, Google, Google. It's just a Google number. Uh... You can email me funnyjones at gmail or reach out to me at funnyjones on the social medias, the medias de social. Uh, lastly, thank you for being a fan and a loyal listener of Weird AF News. Tell your friends. Say, hey, listen to this weird news story every day. It's friggin' out, it's outstanding and it's insane. And it's better than regular news, which makes me depressed. At least this guy makes me feel good about myself because A, sometimes he makes me laugh. B, the stories that he covers makes me feel good about my life because... I, I appear to be normal compared to the rest of the world, and that's good for my psychology and my state of mind. So look at that. There's two ways that Weird AF News helps you out on your daily, on, on your daily, on your daily life, in your daily life. So why wouldn't you spread it to a friend? Tell your friends. That's very helpful to me. Share it. When you're sharing Weird, weird AF News, you're sharing, you're sharing the love, and you're sharing the weird, as you should. <laughs>